Happy New Year, Central Park Baptist Church. Hey, man, good morning, Central Park Baptist Church. How are we doing? We're doing good? Hey, man, so excited. It is amazing how good the Lord has been to us. He blessed us to reach this last day of 2023. Last day of 2023. And I believe that the Lord has a blessing for each and every one of you who are here today because you chose that better thing to be in the house of God to start your day off in the house of God to give him the praise, the honor, and the glory. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Amen. Hey, Amen. So we would like for you to join us in praise to our Lord. Hymn 62, hymn 62, as our opening hymn, hymn 62, one day, hymn 62, one day. And if you're able to rest upon your feet as we sing hymn 62, we would love for you to join us with hymn 62, one day. Sing along. Oh, one day when heaven was filled with his praises, one day when sin was as black as could be, Jesus came forth to be born of a virgin. Welcome, a man, my example is he. A living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. One day he's coming, oh glorious day. Hymn 62, hymn 62, verse 2, here we go. Oh, one day they led him up Calvary's mountain. One day they nailed him to die on the tree. Suffering anguish, despised and rejected. Bearing our sin, my Redeemer is He. A living, He loved me. Dying, He saved me. Buried, He carried my sins far away. Arising, He justified freely forever. One day He's coming. One day they left him alone in the garden. One day he rested from suffering free. Angels came down o'er his tomb to keep vigil. Hope of the whole blessed my Savior is he. A living he loved me. Dying he saved me. Buried he carried my sins far away. Rising he justified freely forever. Oh, one day he's coming. Oh, glorious day. Oh, one day the grave could conceal him no longer. One day the stone rode away from the door. Then he arose, over death he had conquered. Now is ascended, my Lord, evermore. 
a living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. Arising, he justified freely forever. Oh, one day he's coming. Oh, glorious day. Oh, one day the trumpet will sound for his coming. One day the skies with his glory will shine. A wonderful day my beloved was bringing. Glorious Savior, this Jesus is mine. Living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. Arising, he justified freely forever. One day he's coming. Oh, glorious day. Amen. All right, let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this day to be in your house, together fellowshipping one another, Lord God. We ask you to bless this service, bless your congregation, bless your people, Lord God, bless your word, and I ask you to direct your Holy Spirit upon every heart and mind in this room today. And we give you praise, honor, and glory in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 And as we continue in praise, we'd like for you to join us in hymn 165, hymn 165. When we see Christ, if you're a born-again, blood-bought believer, you will see Christ. That's a promise from the Lord. Amen. When we see Christ, hymn 165. Amen to that. 
it all when we see Jesus. Life's trial will seem so small when we see Christ. One glimpse of his dear face, all sorrow will erase. So bravely run the race till we see Christ. Life's day will soon be o'er, all storm forever past. We'll cross the great divide to glory safe at last. We'll share the joys That's right, that's right. Seems so small when we see Christ. One glimpse of his dear face, all sorrows will erase. So bravely run the race, will we see Christ. Amen. You may be seated. Well, if you have not, and you got some things going on in your life today, then just nail it to the cross. Amen. 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 Go ahead, brother.
you glad to be here? Say amen. Amen. Well, let me ask you a question. Who's on the Lord's side this morning? If you're, Let's all stand and let's sing that hymn this morning, hymn number 500. Who is on the Lord's side? Amen and amen. Hymn 500, who is on the Lord's side? We'll do the first, second, and last verses. First, second, and last verses. Who is on the Lord's side? Him 500. Here we go. Oh, who is on the Lord's side? Who will serve the King? Who will be his helpers? Others' lives to bring. Who Central Park Baptist Church this morning. We're awful glad that you're here. I'd like to wish you a happy New Year's Eve. Amen. Very last day of the year of 2023, and you made it. Amen. And you're in church. Amen. What a better, there's no better place to be. Not in the bar, not drunk, not in some wreck because somebody run you over because they was drunk. Amen. But in church. We're awful glad that you're here this morning. We have a number of visitors with us today, and we're awful glad that you're here. If you're a visitor here today and you did not receive a visitor card, if you slip your hand up right now, our ushers are coming right now with visitor cards. If you just slip your hand up, they'll give you one right now. I know that there's been a number of you that I've already sh shaken your hands, and uh, 
uh, you have some cards and some don't. After the service, out in the foyer, I'll be behind a desk, and behind that desk on the wall, it says welcome. And I'll be there. If you'll fill out that visitor card and bring it to the table there and give it to me, I have a gift bag that I want to give you uh, to exchange for your visitor card. We're awful glad that you've come uh, to Central Park Baptist Church this morning. And I hope you've enjoyed, you'll, you've enjoyed the service so far and that you'll continue to enjoy the service throughout and the preaching that God will speak to your heart. We're awful glad our people are back. I'm glad to be back. My wife and I had a, had a long trip, a long journey, 14-hour trip both ways, drove it nonstop. Well, we did stop. We stopped for gas mostly, uh, and then, uh, but not overnight. We just drove it back and forth, and it, uh, it's not that bad. When you get old, you just sleep through half of it, and, um, and your car just goes on its own. But we're glad to be back with you. Thank you for all those that told us that, that you missed us. He quit lying to me. Uh, but, we're <laughs> but we're glad to be home. We're glad to be with you. We thank God for Central Park Baptist Church. I love the music that's here. I love the spirit that's here. And you are God's people, and I love being with you. Amen. All right, welcome to Central Park Baptist. Amen. Well, I'm glad you're here. Say amen. Amen. Well, I'm glad. I am glad Brother Marco's back. I asked him, or I said, uh, I asked Miss Eva, I said, how was the driving? She said, perfect. I said, did you drive? And she said, no. I went, oh, never mind. You know, <laughs> he was standing next to her, so uh, that kind of figured that as much. But uh, I am glad they're back. Glad you're back. Please pray for our other folks that are still uh, out of pocket today, some that are sick, so keep them in your prayers, and I'm certain that they would appreciate that very much. Well, you ready to have a good offering? Say amen. amen. Are y'all happy this morning? Amen. amen. Well, who's on the Lord's side? Amen. amen. Well, that didn't sound very good. Are y'all on the Lord's side? Amen. Amen. Well, well, let's have a good offering today, and, and remember, uh, this is we can still celebrate Christmas even today. Amen. amen. And uh, the greatest gift ever given was the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's given us an opportunity to give back just a portion of ourselves through our tithes and offerings today, so may uh, the Lord bless you as you give today. Father, I pray, God, that you'd bless this offering. Thank you again for our folks that are here, for all of our guests that are here as well. I pray, God, that, Lord, when we leave this place today, we'll say it's been good to be in the house of the Lord, and so... Uh, Father, we pray that you just uh, continue to speak to our hearts. Lord, I pray, God, for this offering. I pray, God, for your uh, blessings upon the gift and the giver. And, Lord, please help us to use it for the furtherance of the cause of Christ in this place to reach souls for you. And, Lord, we'll give you the praise and the glory for it all because it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you have an offering, you please come. Hey, man. 
Now, at this time, at this time, for those of you who may be fifth grade and under, fifth grade and under, you're now dismissed for junior church. Fifth grade and under, you're now dismissed for junior church. For those of you who graduated to the sixth grade and above, we would love for you to join us in singing hymn 402. Hymn 402, nothing is impossible. Hymn 402, nothing is impossible. After we sing this hymn, please greet each other as we prepare for this morning's special. Hymn 402, hymn 402, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His Word. Hearken to the voice of God to thee. Is there anything too hard for me? Put your trust in God alone and rest upon
ladies. Man, I'm thankful that the tomb is empty, amen. Amen. Acts chapter 26. Acts chapter 26. We're going to just read beginning in verse 1 and we'll read down through uh, verse 22. Find your place, amen. If you would please, and if you're able, please stand with me in honor of reading the Word of God this morning. I'll give you a second. Found your place, amen. It says, Then Agrippa said unto Paul, uh, Paul, thou art permitted to speak for thyself. And then Paul stretched forth the hand and uh, answered for himself. I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee, touching all things whereof I am accused of the Jews. Especially because I know thee to be an expert in all customs and questions which are among the Jews. Wherefore, I beseech thee to hear me patiently. Uh, my manner of life from my youth, which was at the first among my own nation at Jerusalem, uh, know all the Jews, uh, which knew me from the beginning, if they would testify that after the most straightest sect of our religion, I lived a, a Pharisee. And now I stand and am judged for the hope of the promise made of God unto our fathers, unto which promise our twelve tribes, instantly uh, serving God day and night, hope to come. For which hope's sake, King Agrippa, I am accused of the Jews. Uh, why should it be thought a thing uh, incredible with you that God should raise the dead? I verily thought my, with myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth, which thing I also did in Jerusalem. And many of the saints did I shut up in prison, having received authority from the chief priests. And when they were put to death, I gave my voice against them. And I punished them oft in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme. And being exceedingly mad against them, I uh, persecuted them even under strange cities. In other words, Paul is letting him know, I went out of my way to do this. I, I was so nice that I was willing to go out of my way to persecute these, these Christian people. He said, I persecuted them even under strange cities. Where, whereupon, as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priests, at, at midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice saying unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision, but showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem and throughout all the coasts of Judea, and then to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance. 
For these causes the Jews caught me in the temple and went about to kill me. Having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day, witnessing both the small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come, that Christ should suffer, and that he should be the first that should rise from the dead, and should show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. Father, I pray, God, today that you'd bless the reading of your word. And Lord, as we come to this last uh, Sunday of 2023, uh, God, as I was thinking about this this morning, I believe we stand at a, uh, Lord, at a strategic point in our lives, Lord, as individuals and in the lives of this church. I pray, God, that we will listen to you. Lord, because of the decision, uh, Lord, we make today, would not only conclude this year, but Lord, if you don't come back, it will set the foundation for 2024. And so, God, I pray that we will listen to you. Lord, not to me. Help me, God, to stay out of your way this morning. And I pray, God, for the unction of the Spirit of God that you'd use me today. And Lord, whatever the spiritual need might be here among the people that are here in this place, Lord, if they're lost, I pray, God, they'll get saved. Lord, if they're saved and not living for you like they should. I pray, God, that they would come and rededicate themselves to you afresh and anew. Lord, whatever that need might be, I pray, God, that they'll take care of it today. And, Lord, we give you praise for it. Bless the reading of your word, Father, and we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Um, years ago... There was a daytime show that started on NBC. In fact, it started back in 1965. And it lasted longer than I thought it did. I had to look it up. I, I, I never watched it, and, and um, some of you may have. Uh, but it, it started uh, out, and it featured a family that went by the name of Hortons. Any, any takers yet? No. Uh, the opening which uh, if you're old enough, you'll remember, uh, it goes something like this. Like the sands through the hourglass. So are the days of our lives. Now y'all remember? Yeah. Well, time, think about it, time, like the sands of an hourglass. It continues to pass through our lives and, and we're helpless to stop it. We, there's nothing that we can do. In fact, God tells us in the book of James that time is even as a vapor that appeareth for a little while, and then what does it do? Vanishes away. Well, today, as I've already mentioned, is the last Sunday of 2023. A year of Sundays have passed. Again, uh, it, I mean, it, we, we came to this place. This, uh, this same time last year in 2022, well, we came to the last Sunday of 2022. Well, now it's 2023. Well, when we began this year, the, the Lord gave the theme that's on our walls and uh, that we started out to stay the course. And, and, of course, we gave the verse. We read it this morning. It, uh, it, it's in verse 22. It says, Paul says, having therefore obtained help from God, he said, I continue unto this day witnessing both the small and the great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come. Now, if you've ever really given this some thought, you would come to the realization that you and I 
to this morning uh, are doing the same thing. We are saying the same things. We are giving the same message that the prophets and that Moses gave thousands of years ago uh, in verse 23 that Paul is telling us this morning. Listen, we are here today 2,000 plus years to the to the future of the Lord Jesus Christ and today we are still saying the same things that they said then. Are y'all still here? Say amen. Uh, and it's an amazing thing if you really think about it. Listen, the Word of God endures forever. Amen. Uh, but the background here in, in Acts, uh, for Acts 26 is, is not Paul's defense for himself, but it's a declaration of the gospel with the purpose of winning Agrippa and others to the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul's appearance here, and I want you to get this, his appearance here in reality is a fulfillment of prophecy that he should stand before kings and rulers. And just as God said, Paul is standing before Agrippa and the rulers of his day. But again, Paul's not on trial here. He's not making a defense before Agrippa. He's literally preaching the gospel. That's what he's doing. This is a public appearance uh, before Agrippa and the, and the court so that they might learn firsthand from Paul himself what this, uh, this way is that, that everybody's been talking about. I mean, everybody has been talking about the way. Hey, think about it. Uh, someone would ask, hey, have you heard about the way? I mean, uh, 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 and the other person might say, well, I've... I've heard a few things about it, but I'm really not familiar with it. And I'm sure Festus and Agrippa had been talking and asking the same things about this, the, this way that they'd been hearing about. And, uh, and I'm, maybe Festus and Agrippa said to one another, you know, we ought to find out about this way, this new way from an expert on the matter. Well, they're having a public appearance from Paul to explain uh, this new way that everybody's been talking about. And what a great opportunity for, uh, from Paul to, to explain this new way. Listen, it's a, an opportunity for any preacher to simply preach Christ. I don't know that any preacher would ever give up an opportunity to preach to a bunch of people. Well, here's Paul. Uh, he has been given an opportunity to explain what this way is. Uh, the occasion is filled with all the pagan pomp and all the pageantry uh, that you could possibly imagine. All the uppity ups are there. Amen. Uh, I mean, all, all the important people are there because they want to know about this way that, that they've been hearing about. Agrippa is there in his purple. Bernice is probably there in her pearls. And, and if you turn back to Acts chapter 25... It, and look in verse 23, it says, And on the morrow when Agrippa was come, and Bernice with great pomp, and, and captains and princi uh, principal men of the city, here they are, the kings and the rulers, at Festus' commandment, Paul was brought forth. Now I want you to try to picture in your mind's eye what's going on here. Paul is the one who's been all over the greater part of the Roman Empire, and he's been preaching about the way. 
And now picture in your mind that, he, they, that the door of this great throne room swings open. I, may, I would imagine that there's a guard on each side and the doors are, are tall and, 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 and the doors swing open and, 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 a, and a prisoner in chains is ushered into this room. Paul is dressed in the clothing of a prisoner, chained to two guards like he's always he's been that way for years. Paul is probably an unimpressive individual in his personal appearance. Yet here is the man who has been preaching and teaching about the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ for men because, because men are sinners and they, they need a Savior. And so Paul needs to preach about this and he needs to tell about it. And, and so here's this man who can speak, and by the way, speak with authority about the way. And, and, and listen, they're going to listen to Paul. Uh, they're going to listen to him because, and think about this, the light of heaven fills his face and the power and the call of God is upon his life. Festus has told, think about it, has told how the Jews had tried to kill Paul but, uh, but without cause. He's told how the Jews uh, have hated him. And the whole crowd that day, as, as the doors swing open in this big throne room, and as the prisoner Paul is ushered in and changed, and when he walks in, I'm sure that, uh, that all of these uh, uh, important people, they're looking at this man, the one that they have been hearing about for, uh, uh, for months, if not years, and, uh, about, and, and about the message that he has been talking about, about the way. And so he walks in, and I'm certain that as they looked at Paul, they tried to size him up. They're going to try to size him up and see uh, who this man is that they've been hearing so much about. They're going to try to size him up and, and figure out what is all the... Uh, all of the hoopla, if you will, about the message that he's been preaching. And, and so they're looking at him and trying to size him up. And by the way, the world, when they look at a child of God, uh, they will never size him up right. It, they always look through tainted eyes. They always look with skewed vision. And, and listen, the world will never see in you what God sees in you. So they look at Paul and they're trying to size him up. And I'm, I'm almost certain that He's looking at them. Listen, do you ever look and, and, and look at people when you're driving? I, I, when I go to the mall with my wife uh, I, and she goes into a store, I'll say, I'll wait out here. Take your time. And I'll go find me a place to stand or to sit. And I like to watch people. people it, it's better than TV. I'm telling you. It's awesome. You watch and you see all kinds of stuff. Uh, you see some things that's really unbelievable. Yeah, and I won't go into all that. But I'm sure Paul looks at these people, but he's looking at them different. Uh, I'm certain that uh, as he looks at them, he's trying to size them up as well. And you know, Paul wasn't much to look at, physically speaking. He's probably short and and probably had a bent stature from all of the things that he had been through. And I'm, I'm, I think when he looked over the crowd that day, I, I think he looked out on them and never thought once about their physical condition, but I'm certain he was thinking about their spiritual condition. Yeah. But Paul, remember, he is energized by the Holy Spirit of God. 
Paul in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, he said these words. He said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You see, in the crowd that day, there were two very prominent men. There was Agrippa in purple, and there was Paul in prison garb. What a contrast. One is on a throne, and the other is in shackles. One wears a crown, and the other wears chains. Agrippa is a king, but he's in the slavery of sin. Paul is chained up with a prisoner, but listen, but he's rejoicing in the freedoms of sin forgiven and in his liberty of the Lord Jesus Christ. Agrippa is an earthly king who could not free Paul or himself. Paul is an ambassador of the king, amen, who had freed him and could free Agrippa from the effects of sin if he so chooses. But notice in verse 4 and 5. Uh, we come to the place where Paul call, talks about his conduct. Uh, let me turn back over. I want to read it. It says, uh, My manner of life from my youth, which was at the first among mine own nation at Jerusalem, know all the Jews, which knew me from the beginning, if they, could, if they would testify that after the most straightest sect of our religion, I lived a Pharisee. You see, Paul gives a, a simple explanation of his conduct, which was the natural outcome of his background. And he said, listen, this is, I, I was just doing what I thought was right. And he goes on in verse 5 and says that he lived a Pharisee. And then, but if you jump down to verse 9, you notice that he says, I verily thought with myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Listen, Paul thought he was doing the right thing and persecuting these Christians. Paul, listen, he was a Pharisee. And Pharisees were self-righteous and they were legalistic. In fact, they believed that all Jews ought to observe uh, all 600 plus laws that were written in the Torah. Paul was a, a vehement opponent of the church and Christians. And you read it. Listen, he was there. He put Christians in jail. He persecuted them. He was there when they stoned Stephen to death. Right. And he right. thought he was doing the right thing. Yeah. But something happened. Notice in, in verses 13 and verse 14, Paul tells about his conversion. At midday, O king, on the road to Damascus, I saw in, here it is, in what? The way. A light from heaven. And the, above the brightness of the sun, shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking to me. And saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Listen, Paul, he said, I heard. And the voice was speaking to me. Can I tell you today that the same voice that spoke to him then still speaks today? And that same voice that spoke then still speaks the same message of repentance and salvation today that it spoke then? And Paul is hearing this voice. And then something revolutionary took place in Paul's life on this day. And to this point, listen, he had been trusting in religion. To this point, he had been trusting in what the Pharisees had taught. But when he met the Lord Jesus Christ, listen, he got rid of his religion. Listen, amen. The best thing that we could do today is get rid of our religion and get into a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Paul said, what was gain? 
I now count it loss. Well, where did it all start? It started right here. Paul was miraculously saved that day. And Jesus changed him from the inside out. But notice verse 19. We see his conduct. We see his conversion. But now he talks about his calling. Look in verse 19. Whereupon, O King Agrippa. Remember, this is not a defense. He's simply talking about this new way. That's what they wanted to know. So he's telling them what they want to know. He's preaching to them. Uh, Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision, but showed first unto them at Damascus. Can you imagine? You can read about how they responded to him when he went to Damascus, and they see Paul or Saul there, amen, the persecutor of Christians, and he comes in. Listen, it was like a a roaches when the light comes on. They headed for cover. Amen. They, they, They were scared to death of him. Where he says, uh, I, I told him first uh, in verse 20 in, in Damascus and at Jerusalem throughout all the coasts of Judea. And then to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance. Now, now think about it. Paul describes for Festus and King Agrippa the reality uh, of the vision that he had. And, and by the way, Paul's uh, message never changed. From the very outset of when he met Christ on the Damascus Road, his message never changed. And by the way, he never wavered in the message either. And can I tell you something today? The one thing that we must do today is we must continue. Having therefore obtained the help of God, we must continue. What? Continue with the same message that Paul preached back then. He continued. And he said in verse 19, and I'll and I paraphrase He's telling, uh, he's telling old Agrippa, listen, what else could I have done? Yes. He says, Agrippa, you would have done the same thing. Yes. He says, I was not disobedient unto my calling. Right. Right. Uh, from the very outset, Paul is making it clear uh, that the way is a fulfillment of the Old Testament. Paul is here in this place where he's at that day, standing in this assembly of people, Listen, doing what he has done since his experience on the Damascus Road, and that is to present the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, that is my and your purpose today, the same as the Apostle Paul's. It has never changed. It's to present the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to people. Amen. Amen. Come on, say amen. Amen. And Paul is telling him, "This this is my calling. This is what happened. Listen, we are all called of God to be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. We have been silent far too long. We've been squeamish about it. We've been uh, almost apologetic in many ways. But listen, it's time for you and me to stand up and tell people about Christ. Amen. Notice the conclusion here. And this is really where I, I, I wanted to get to preach to. Uh, and, and, and it says, and look, in, look in these verses. It's the one thing uh, to have a great beginning. We're, we're talking about verse 22. It's one thing to start off good. Amen. And God's been good to Central Park in 2023. Amen. I mean, there's been some bumps in the road, but that's just the way life is. If you know how to go through life and without having any bumps or bruises or trials, write a book. It'll be a bestseller. Amen. Uh, but uh, but uh, I just can't find that in here because God says as a child of God, if we live right, we shall suffer persecution. Right. But we've had a great beginning. 
And God's been good to us. We've seen souls saved, folks baptized. We've seen folks added to the church through salvation, baptism, statement of faith. But again, it's one thing to have a great beginning, but it's another thing to keep on going. It's another thing to continue, especially when the going gets tough. We talked about this the other Wednesday night about David. Listen about how, uh, you know, when he started off and he killed Goliath, everybody was on his side. Amen. Uh, I mean, uh, Saul has killed his thousands, but man, oh, David, he's my, he's my best bud. He's killed his ten thousands. Me and, me, and, me and David, we like this. But you keep reading about David a little further down the line. You know what? Now he's in a cave. And there's only 400 of them. Where's all them other people? You see, when things are going good, you get a lot of friends. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. yeah but when things start getting a little tight, mm-hmm. uh, friends not so much. Mm-hmm. But as I told the folks Wednesday night, you can always tell you who your friends are when you're in the cave. Yeah. Right. You can right. always tell that's who true. the people you can count on when you're in the cave. Yeah. Well, listen, we're seeing the conclusion. It, it's one thing to start off good, yeah. but it's totally different uh, to finish well, mm-hmm. especially when Satan has thrown everything he can at you to stop, hinder, discourage, or, or keep you from continuing. How many of you faced some things this year where the devil's thrown some stuff at you to try to keep you from continuing? Oh, yeah. Amen. Come on. Amen. I'm telling you, that he, he'll do it. If he hasn't, he will. That's right. yep. Amen. Stick around. It's coming. Yep. Um, listen, the old devil doesn't want anything positive to come out of your life as a child of God, ever. He certainly doesn't want the continuation of, of Central Park Baptist Church. You, right. and, and I got the latest uh, statistic that I could find <clears throat> the other day uh, when I was thinking about the message. Do you understand that? And I'm talking about all churches from every denomination. 4,500 churches closed its doors in 2020. Wow. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, how many did we start? Well, from what it said, there was about 3,000. I'm talking about all churches of all denominations. Um, you know what happened? Some didn't make it. Yeah. Um, the fact that Paul continued here was proof of his conversion. It was proof and, and evidence of the faithfulness of God. Amen. You see, the Bible teaches us that God's faithful, right? Amen. And the reason a lot of people today and a lot of churches fail to continue, it's not the fault of God. Right, right. Amen. It's not the, a lack of faithfulness on his part, but it's a lack of obedience and faithfulness on our part. Amen. Yeah. You see, Paul said, look what it says. Yep. Having here, uh, herefore uh, obtained the help of God, I, in the first two words he said, I continue. Listen, there's a lot of people that were sitting in this place at the beginning of 2023 that's not here today. For whatever reason, uh, they can't say I continued. Listen, let me ask this question. How was Paul able to continue? Two things. I've got about five minutes. Uh, why, how was Paul able to continue? Well, the, the way Paul was able to continue was... I continue to this day because I obtained the help of God. Yes. Right. Now Amen. watch this. 
uh, where did all that start at? Well, it all started back on Damascus Road. You remember he started there. Listen, if we're gonna if we're gonna continue in, in, in our relationship with God and 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 we're gonna be uh, have, have the strength that we need to be victorious and continue. Listen, then you're gonna have to change the path you're walking on. Right. Amen. You see, Paul he changed his path. He was on a he was on a path of destruction for the church and for Christian people's lives. But but he came he came into contact with the only one that could help him to change his path. He came into contact with the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, and the Lord said, uh, Paul said, who is this? And the Lord said, it's me, Jesus, and that's the one who you persecute. Saul, it's hard for you to kick against a prick or the goads uh, when a, 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 an oxen or an animal that was pulling in the, a wagon or a plow, they got out of step. The, the farmer would take a sharp a stick called a goad and that was pointed on the end, and he would jab him up against a leg and tell him, get back in step. So God's telling Saul, Saul, it's hard for you to kick against the pricks. You know what's happening? Jesus is there that day going, get back in step. Well, Paul got his life together. Saul got his life together and became Paul, the apostle. Wrote most of the books of the New Testament. Amen. Listen, what happened? He changed his path. You see, Paul, listen, it was not an easy path. Do, do we not want it to be easy today? I mean, things have so changed. Listen, I'm t- we, we, now we can call on the phone and order our groceries and have somebody bring them to us. We don't even, got, we don't even have to get out of our chair. Yeah. Amen. Uh, we can order food if you want to do that. And they'll bring it to you. Right. Right. I mean, we want it easy. Amen. Come on, don't, don't, y'all say amen. I know it's a, we all do. We like, we like easy. I like easy. But listen, but life is not easy. And it's certainly not going to be easy for a child of God. And it's certainly not going to be easy for a child of God who's trying to do the right thing and live for God. And listen, Paul was in prison. He was beaten at least five times. He'd been left for dead. He'd been, he'd been stoned. He'd suffered shipwreck three times. He's robbed. He'd been falsely accused. Yet in all this, Paul said, I continue. Listen, if, if you're going to continue through all the trials and the suffering and the pain today, you're going to have to have some help. Right. Oh, Brother Marco, I need your help. No, that's not it. He can help you. Listen, he, he can help you in the strength of this flesh. But listen, what we're going through, we need some almighty help. We need some help from an almighty God today, and only he can help you. Paul said, having obtained the help of who? God, yeah. That word obtain, watch this, it means to gain possession by exertion. Oh, you mean it's going to take effort? Yeah, that's what that says. See, Paul knew that if he's going to be able to keep going, he's going to have to have the help and the strength that comes only from God. Amen. Listen, 2023 has been a great year. Yeah. Somebody asked me a while ago, what you going to do tonight? Well, I'm going to bed. <laughs> you mean you're not going to watch the ball drop? No. A ball drop? Really? I can do that in my living room about 9 o'clock and still be in bed by 1030. Amen. I mean, uh, listen, Paul knew he's going to need some help. 
And 2023 has been a great year for Central Park. But I'm here to let you know that as I, I was praying a while ago, this is literally a strategic place for you as an individual and for this church. Yes, you see, if the Lord does not, I, I want him to come back. Yes, I'm ready for him to come back. Listen, I, some of you have loved ones that's been gone home longer than I have. And, but it, I'm, I just I got on my phone the other day, and I, was, I thought, you know, I'm going to call Dad. I hadn't talked to him the other, this week or in a few weeks. You know what? I, then I remembered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, that's right. You know, I want to call my mother. Right. You know, and then I thought, oh, yeah, I can't do that. So you know what? Heaven's sounding sweeter all the time. Yes, it is. And, and I'm ready. As, as good as 2023 has been, I'm ready. Yes, sir. Are you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But if the Lord don't come back, 2024 is coming. Right. And, and, and not only is it coming, but uh, the foundation we lay today is what we're going to build on in 2024. The foundation you lay as a child of God, listen, is going to, uh, where you go in the future is going to be dependent upon the foundation you start today. Yeah. Having obtained the help of God, Paul knew. You see, you, you're only able to attain, obtain God's help in, in a few ways. One, you're going to have to pray a lot. Remember the secret of success that I, I quoted in the, the, the deal that y'all got for me? And it said uh, the secret of success is uh, lots of prayer. Yes, sir. Yep. Remember the others? Cause I can remember the other one. Hard work and faithfulness. Faithfulness, hard work, lots of prayer. You know, we want to get, we want to, we want success without that, you know. Yeah, I, I can pray a lot. <laughs> Amen. We can get up and sit in our chair in our comfy clothes and pray. But then there's that faithfulness thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then there's that other thing. Hard work. Wait a minute. Well, listen, if you're going to obtain the help of God, you're going to have to do those things. Amen. The only way to obtain God's help is through obedience. You see, Saul on that day to the road to Damascus, he, could, he still had a chance. It, I, I know it was hard for him to say no because he's standing right, I mean, he's standing in, in the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. That, that bright light he, that was shone around him, that was the glory of God that did that. Right. Yeah. Amen. And I'm telling you, it's hard to say no in a situation like that, but he had the choice to do that. God didn't make him. And, and, and we still have that choice today. But we're going to choose whether we're going to get God's help or not. You have to be obedient. But to forfeit the help of God is to walk your own path. And, and, and I'm personally, I need help today. So how did Paul continue? Well, he had God's help. But notice the what in what Paul continued doing. Look in verse 16. You see, the one word that best summarizes Paul's life in the ministry is there in verse 16. L listen, God's will is not a mystery. That's right. You understand that, right? You know, we think we try, oh, preacher, I'm praying for God's will. It's not a mystery. God wants you to know his will for your life. It's, it's not a mystery for you to know that. And, 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 and he tells Paul, it's right here. He says, for these, or excuse me, he says, having obtained the help of God, that's the wrong place. Where am I looking at? Oh, yeah, verse 16. That's what I said. There it is. But rise and stand on your feet, Paul. He said, I've appeared unto you for this purpose, to make thee a minister 
and a witness. Listen, that word, that, that, that he's a witness. I want you to see this. That, that word minister, it, it, it doesn't, it's not a place of prominence. It means a chief servant. That's what that means, a servant. But listen, God made all of us ministers. We're all servants of the Almighty God, and we all have a, we all have a place to serve. Well, what's that place of service? To be a witness. Oh, listen, I, I was talking to a man the other day. He was pouring some concrete at my house, for a, and I, I began to talk to him, and I began to ask him. I said, listen, uh, I said, DJ, I said, do, do you know you're saved? I said, listen, I'm here. And, and I never met him in my life. Oh, yeah, but it's easy for you. You're a preacher. No, wait a minute. I care. And you ought to do the same. In every conversation you have with any individual, you ought to try to work it around to where you talk to them about their eternity. Amen. It doesn't matter if you're a preacher or not. Why? It's just like Paul. He was called to be a witness. Amen. Yeah. Yep. Paul, God said, rise and get up on your feet, Paul. I got some work for you to do. Well, can I tell you? Listen, folks, get on your feet. It's time for us to rise up. Look in verse 22. Paul said, Having therefore obtained the help of God, I continue unto this day, witnessing to both small and great. That's exactly what he was doing. Saying none other things that those, than that those which the prophets and Moses did say should come, that Christ should suffer, and that he should be the first that should rise from the dead and should show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. You understand, Agrippa was a Gentile. Huh. Just like God told him. Just like the Lord prophesied. Listen, folks, today we have two choices. The choice to dig in our spiritual hills and obtain the help of God move forward. Or the choice to stop and allow the old devil to keep you from doing what God would have you to do. To keep you from continuing in 2024. Um. Can I ask you something? And, and I'd always do this. I don't know why. I just I, I, when when it gets started uh, getting close to New Year, I have the tendency to really be critical about myself. Any of y'all do Amen. that? Amen. And I ask myself, okay, where are you? Are you doing better today yeah. than you did last month or yeah, yeah. six months ago? Yeah, yeah. Are you a better pastor today than what to, to Central Park than you were last year? How are, you, how are you ending up? Are you, are you, is your prayer life right? Is your witnessing right? Is your Bible... Listen, I, I get all kinds of critical. And then, and then before I ever get through, you know what I have to do? I have to stop. And I have to say, Lord, I, I need some help. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Yeah. I can't continue. You ever feel like you just want to stop? You ever, I mean, in, in this last year, did you ever come to the place where you just felt like, you know, Lord, what's the use? You know, the, the load gets heavy. And you say, Lord, you know, man, being faithful to church, really, I don't know. I, I just can't really tell a difference. It's not his fault. Yeah. Listen, so I say, Lord, if I'm going to keep going, you ever feel like you're just out of juice? Amen. I'm talking about how you just don't have that drive you used to have. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all, y'all ever feel that way? Where you just feel like, you know, Lord, I, 
listen, I, I do. I say, they, they listen, Central Park looks to me, to, to, and I need some help. I need some, you know, I need that the unction of the Spirit of God. But I, I don't go and say, oh, Brother Marco, I need you to help me and encourage. Now, wait a minute. That's a, uh, as much as he can do, he can only do so much. Right. If I want the, 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 just the strength of this flesh, then I'll go to Brother Shelton or I'll go to Brother Marco. But listen, I need something a whole lot more stronger than they can give me. And so the only place I can go to get that is to obtain the help of God. If I want to continue. Being a witness and being what God wants me to be, I got to have some almighty help, some sovereign help. And so do you. Yeah. So I'll ask you again, how are you doing? The Bible says that uh, examination begins at the house of God. Can I challenge you this morning? Let's, uh, Let's have a little examination service. And you ask yourself. How'd you finish? Did you finish better in 22 than you did in 23? If you did, it, listen, if you finished better last year than you did this year, then you ought to come and say, God, I need some help. You see, I don't know, but you know. Maybe you're here and you're not saved. Paul would have said, listen, he would have said, you know, I was on the road to Damascus the other day. And this great light shined around about me, knocked me and all the people I was with off my horse. And this voice spoke to me. And it was the voice of God. And he said, I'm telling you, God changed my life. And I'm here to let you know that it's true about the death and the burial and the resurrection. And he is alive today. Why? Because he talked to me. Amen. Same message today as it was then. How are you doing? If you need help, I'm telling you, you can get it right here. All you got to do is come, and I'll pray with you. One of these men will pray with you. Some of our ladies will pray with you, and we'll show you how you can obtain the help of God to continue in 2024. So would you come? Father, help us, Lord. I pray, God, that you'd, uh, Lord, I need your help. God, I've been asking you, Lord, for your help, and God, I still need it. I, there's not a day that goes by that, that I can survive without your help. You said your, your blessings and are new and fresh every morning. God, please help me, Lord, today. I need the strength of the Spirit of God, Lord, to, Lord, just to continue. But God, I need your help to continue to be what you want me to be. And God, I pray that you would strengthen Central Park Baptist Church, God. But this church is just... It's not the building, it's these people that are seated here in this place. And God, if we're going to continue as a church, Lord, we've got to have your help. If we're going to continue being the the light, Lord, for the loss that we need to be as a church, God, we're going to need your help. And God, it starts with individuals. And so, Lord, I pray for these that are here this morning, whatever the spiritual need might be, God, that they'll come. God, that they'll obtain the help of God so that we can continue in 2024. Help us, God, today. Give us that liberty that comes through the Spirit of God, Lord, during this invitation. And speak to people's hearts. And I'll give you the praise and the glory for it all because it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. While we stand, while we sing, may the Lord speak into your heart.